Should we talk about this? I mean, if you want to. You know what? I don't. Because right. okay. I'm, I'm like, somehow that's going to come back on. I'm just like, that seemed like a bad idea to me. Do we leave that even in this or do we just start? Let's just start without all this. Let's just start clean. Hold on. Let me hit. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome Peter Smith and Steve I'll Mitz. delete it. All right. Are now I entering. promise. The Megacast. What's up, Ted? Hey, Steve. Oh, my gosh. Again, we've done about a 20-minute podcast with the microphones off. Correct. Correct. Ted had to talk me off the roof. And we're in an alternate room. Yeah, everything's falling apart. We got Bobby Big Time from the other room. We did. So it's that, good. As I say, it's good for me, though. So you talk me off the roof plenty of times. So yeah. It's always fun when you can return the favor. It's one of those things where it's like, we come in the room, so it's like, how you doing? I'm, like, I'm doing good. He's like, everything's okay? 20 minutes later of me complaining about things in my life. And I'm like, I guess I wasn't okay. I didn't realize until it started coming out. You know how you bottle things up? And they always say, it's the best thing is just to say it out loud. That, that, that's the whole point of therapy. It's not about even getting an answer from a therapist or how people sometimes like to journal or post a million things on their Facebook. It's not about the comments or the feedback you'll get. It's just about getting it outside of your body. Yeah, I mean that's why I still go to a therapist. Yeah, and I'll, sometimes I'll say to him, I go, "Man, I'm losing my mind. I don't know. I don't know what to do." And he's like, "Well, you're here bitching about it, right? So that's a start. Yes. Instead of like being confrontational with these people, I was like, "All right, all that, right, absolutely right, man." I feel I actually do feel like a massive weight lifted off of my shoulders. Yeah, it's like I fireman carried somebody in the ring, brother, and I just finally Samoan dropped them. Yeah. Thanks to you. I'm calling it the Ted Drop. Fine, the Ted Drop. The Ted Drop before the Ted Talk. And before we do the Ted Talk, we got to get our heart rates and our blood pumping and our brain functioning. And I figured what better song to come back to than the official local celebrity Steve Miggs song. God, that thing's intense. Because, ladies and gentlemen, you're looking at professional wrestling's first ever hashtag verified champ. Let's get 10, Ted. Ah, do we have the space in this room? We got it, we got it. All right, I'm going to get down on there. Here we go. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, Steve, one more. One more. Yeah. Let's earn that chicken. Did you want uh, to read that story about them saying, I can't remember what the story is about. It was something about like getting, being able to do 40 push-ups in one sitting. Yeah. What was, do you know, remember the story? I think it just, was it over a certain age or whatever? It's just like, if you can do 40, you're not like you're in okay shape. I, I flirted with the idea to start our podcast to see how many push-ups we could do. But I was like, Man. you know what? I did arms today at the gym. And I, I, I worked, I lifted this morning too. I was like, I don't know if I want to even embarrass myself. I don't know how much... I don't know that I've done anything over a set of 20 in a long time. Okay, I know yesterday I hit 26 and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a pause and do some sit-ups before I get there because I wanted to get 50 in. Yeah. I followed this wrestling um, promotion or a, 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 a training school in, in California. I would love to go down there and train with these guys. They're just so so incredibly good. Ronda Rousey went there to work on her stuff. And All right. It's called Santino Brothers. It's, it's like after Santino. What's his name? Not after Santino Morello. Oh. No, I thought there was... Isn't there a famous... Starts with a B something Santino? Bruno San Martino. Close. I'm going to stop. <laughs> so Santino Verified Brothers... champ and his buddy that doesn't know anything. Hey, you know more than most. I give you that. <laughs> and you have a Joey Ryan shirt. So, I mean, you know, all you're right, going all right. 
But uh, they post up videos and they're like, okay, this is why we want you to be able to do 50 push-ups so you can post off the ropes and do this, what they call an up and over. It's like when you run at the ropes, you grab the ropes and you kind of pop up in the air and someone goes under you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up and it over. It's awesome. Right. I'm not very good at those. Like, I need to like have the assistance of either the second or the third rope or the bottom rope to just kind of bounce off of to get a little bit higher. All right. It's kind of like in, in, in the world of like, uh, the best way to compare it would be like doing push-ups on your knees. It's kind of an assisted up and over. All right. All right. So, but I was watching the way they did. I'm like, oh, it's a little bit different. So I got to try it that way. I learn a lot just by watching this vi- these videos. They're so talented and, and smart with what they teach. Um, but they're like, oh, this is why we have everyone... If you could do 50 push-ups, you can do this. I was like, damn it. Let me try. Let me see if I could do this. So yesterday when I was working out at home, I hit. I was like, I'm going to try and hit as many as I possibly can. I I hit about 26, and I got in my own head. I'm like, I don't know if I could do any more. Let me do some 25 sit-ups, and I'll come back. Yeah, and push-ups are weird, too, because depending on a lot of people, like, I don't know. Like, if you to me, if you do in-form, like, proper form push-ups. Yep. Your number's gonna go way down. Oh yeah. Like I know a lot of people are like, oh, I rep out twenty or forty or this and that, but then you see them doing like, eh, it's barely a push up, dude. Right. Because I mean, I, I don't. I'm not very good when you get them like super close to your body. Like yeah. mine are a little bit wider. Yeah. But, but I mean, some people don't even like. Some people are just like. <sighs> oh yeah. Whereas no. like, right, it should be like a second down, right, one full second up. I mean, that's a long push up. And squeezing in your chest. Yeah. As well. Once you start doing that, things change a little bit oh, too. Oh, that's my new thing. Yeah. Doing the peck thing? Doing the peck thing. I just yeah. never could do it before. Feels good when you can do it, right? I know. Like, <laughs> I stare at the mirror sometimes, but I'm not- Oh, I'm all not, the time. I'm not good at it. No. I've been caught by my wife when she's walked in. She's like, are you making your pecs jiggle? I'm like, yeah. 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 So, I'm, I'm, I'm far from Terry Crews, but every time I get out of the shower, not every time, but I do it a lot too. Well, this summer when we have our shirtless summer party, yeah, we're doing a peck routine. Of course, man. So, I mean, that's part of fist bumping lifestyle. <laughs> Tech Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Uh, Steve and I kind of, oh, Steve and I mentioned this earlier this year, but stretch goals. Kyle yes. and I talk about this all Love the time. Love stretch goals. Right. So, Steve, it's official now. I have been drafted into the to the pub league. Wait, you're doing it. I am. This was your stretch goal. To it score was. a goal. To score a goal. soccer. Right. Play in the field. You're going to be a footballer. I am a real footballer. Yes. Not just a keeper. Well, I shouldn't say not just a keeper. I'll still play keep for a lot of the, t- a lot of the time, I'm sure. Okay. Because you always need a keeper. But I'm excited. I'm out there playing the field. I'm going to have to learn to dribble. I don't have good feet, footwork with a soccer ball. I mean, I've only ever really used, like when you play indoor keeper, like you don't, I don't have to kick it that often, right? So well, if you need help drooling, I can help you with that. I don't know about dribbling. <laughs> so I was going to tell people today in the TED talk, like set a stretch goal like that, right? And it doesn't have to be anything crazy, right? Like this is a pub league for people over a certain age that like to drink, like you know what I mean? Like I'm smart about it. I'm not going to join some outdoor league that I can't with a bunch of serious footballers, right? Yeah. We're playing on a half field outdoors. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Also, uh, it's kind of like the small ice that we play on on Thursday afternoons. Yeah, but also take inspiration. And Steve is a great example of it, right? So Steve's been doing hockey and then got into wrestling. You know, so sometimes when I look at something like this, like, am I really going to go play adult soccer like in this public? And I was like, Steve's a goddamn wrestler now. Yeah. So that's something too, man. Like, take inspiration from people and like, I don't want to be weird, nothing. But it's not, it's not that Steve's like my hero, but in a certain way, like how he's worked out the few last few years and then went out and played hockey. Now he's wrestling. 
mean, I knew him when he couldn't even ice skate. They had to yep. push him to the goal. That's very true. Right. And so, I'd have a hard time even getting off the couch. Yeah. And now I'm jumping off the top rope, brother. Right. So let's say take inspiration where you can, you know, and, and, and you know, find a buddy like that that's like, all right, he's doing it. I, well, I like that because I find a lot of inspiration from you as well. So, I oh, mean, thanks, I, that means a lot. Like, yeah. just seeing how you've also, like, just over the years, not only just physically, but also just mentally coming from a way more open I don't know how to explain it like yeah saying spiritual I think sometimes gets a little yeah I'm with you I hate saying it too it gets a little like you get lost in the woods when people say that you know what yeah. I mean but I but you you have a more worldly view of things and I respect that yeah and I always I, I look up to you for that so uh-huh. I mean well good obviously so, I look up to you too nice yeah let's hug <laughs> you know what let's get a hug all right let's go mega hug and Sheldon, our production guy in the other room, just looked at this weird. But that's fine. No big deal. By the way, as long as we're hugging, can you take your shirt off? I got to see this thing. Oh, you want to see my tattoo? Oh, God. Someone's going to walk by that window. And it's just going to be weird, Ted. But I'm going to do it because I love it, you. God, it that looks awesome. Right? I think I recognize one of those rocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was breathing one time at the river. How long were you in the chair for that? Uh, Two sessions. So the heart and the rocks. That was uh, about four hours. All right. Sucked sternum awful around the neck terrible right yeah then I did all the outside stuff so like basically from the nipple up and around kind of by the armpit and up towards the shoulder blades three hours worse than the first go round <sighs> I mean all those places sound painful the nipple was terrible uh, certain parts like kind of towards the armpit were not very fun the most unbearable part of a tattoo I've ever had in my life. Is up by the shoulder blade, like by the collarbone. The cla- collarbone, shoulder area. I've never experienced something as bad as that. And my tattoo artist Tony Mitchell, shout out to Tony's Tried and True in Port Orchard. Tony, he thought for sure he's like, wait, that was worse than the nipple. I'm like, bro, I'm not even exaggerating. I would take an hour of you working around the nipple. That sounds weird if we're not talking about tattoos. Over <laughs> ten minutes of you working the collar, collarbone, shoulder area. That was. I drove my whole body into the chair. I, I brought one of those stress squeeze balls because last time I almost pulled my belt off of the belt loop because I was squeezing it so hard. Oh. So I'm just sitting there squeezing the living F out of this, like Indiana Jones with that heart, that scene from the movie. Yeah. Like I'm just squeezing in pain, but I, I'm not going to get up. I'm not going to move because I want to get it over with. Finish the tattoo. He looks at it. He goes, ah, oh, man, because we did all freehand, the non-heart part, yeah. the non-rocks part. All that was just done winging it, which I I kind of like. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I like doing that. I guess we don't really need this. Uh... <laughs> I'm just thinking about that commercial where it's like, stay in your lane, man. Stay in your lane. But then like as we finished, he realized that one part of the one shoulder went a little bit higher than the other. He goes, hey, man, I got to hate to do this to you, but I got to do more on the other shoulder. I'm like, you son of a bitch. So we quickly went right back down and banged that out. And honestly, like my, even Sid, like she looked at me, he's like, so are you? do you think you're done? She's just curious. She always asks that. After. Yeah. And then typically I go, ah, I'm done for a while. And this time she's like, so do you think you're done? I'm like, yeah. She's like, with all tattoos? I'm like, unless something amazing and miraculous happens that I need to have documented on my body. So I can't say never, but I'm pretty sure that was the last tattoo I'm ever going to get. Yeah. I mean, I think about them, but I, I'm just I'm just not sure. It's just, and it's people even brought up, the older you get, the less tall you know threshold for pain all that but it was just such a painful part of the body i mean maybe i do a leg or something but i just don't want to f with man that that pain anymore it was just like and everyone always told me i'm like 
and honestly, I, there's a certain level of pride that I did this without any of that numbing cream. Like I, but oh, they do. You can do that. Yes, and I should have. Oh my god, there's, I there's, would be like, bathe me in it. Right. Like I mean, he doesn't have it. If he did, I would have told him. But like. You can purchase online these different types of numbing creams that work that are meant for tattoos. Like you put it on, it numbs, kind of numbs. I mean, you're still gonna feel it. You're still it, gonna feel it, but it's way more tolerable, and it goes for a couple of hours. And then they have like a spray that you could put on it while the tattoo's going on that could keep the numbing going. From what I hear, people swear by these. I've had people tell me they will never get a tattoo again without that because it's just a game changer. But I don't know, man. I'm stupid. But there's like part of an old school mentality to me with tattoos. Like I want to feel it. That's like. Tattoos. It's rock and roll, bro. Yeah, bro. That's the reason why not everyone has tattoos because they hurt. You yeah. know, like there's a certain level of stupid pride about that. But man, looking back on it, I got to swallow that pride and put that numbing cream on. How do you feel about fashion tattoos? It's like tattoos to me are still kind of like a thing, but it mm-hmm. seems like nowadays there's just so many people with them. It's like, again, I don't have any, but from the outside view, it almost looks like are they losing the the big meaning now that everybody's kind of has them for fashion? I I only worry that people get them a little too knee jerk. And go like balls out, like they'll get one or two, and then all of a sudden, like next thing you know, they have a full sleeve. And it's like, well, I take a lot of pride in knowing that the tattoos represent different moments of my life. And so, yeah, sure, I like some of my sleeve was done all in like you know within a certain several months. But when someone like all of a sudden one one month is pretty much bare skin, and then like five months later they're fully like chest, arms, everything's all done. I'm like, man, I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice because there's something special about those moments and those memories. And now all of a sudden you've just relinquished all those memories to like one month. I don't know. It sounds kind of long story short. No, man, if, if it makes someone happy, that's get the cool. Tattoo. All right. Um, the, t- the face tattoos I worry about. Sometimes I think people get a little too, um, a little too extreme with that stuff, but who am I to judge? Yeah. I'll leave his name out of it, but I follow a local rapper Uh huh. and he's on SoundCloud. He does not, he does not have what we call clout. And okay. he uh, does not have a lot of followers, but I'm interested in this guy. Okay. <clears throat> he's like 20 or 21. But yeah, he's already got all these face tattoos. And I'm just like, man, like, I don't know if anybody's even listening to you. Like, I hope you want those, not just for the look of right. like what you think it should be. I mean, look, I like Post Malone, right? Yeah. I think he's a cool dude and stuff. But he's the, like oh, an awesome guy to hang out with. And his other face tattoos are, but that always tired one. I'm just like, I don't know. That one's funny, but I don't know about that one, dude. I think that one's stupid. Yeah. I agree. Like there's certain, I'm willing to like chalk it up to that this is a new thing. But I always love that meme when someone's like, when, when did all of a sudden... They have like a picture of someone who's passed out drunk and people draw draw it over their face. Oh, yes. And it's like, now that has become today's contemporary rappers. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah. Bro, I came across a rapper. I think I've told you the story of the time that that guy randomly like cornered me, not cornered me, but like started interrogating me about working in radio and why we don't play lo-fi hip hop. All right. Okay. Well, I was downstairs at that restaurant. Like, no, that, uh, what is it? Um, TJ's Deli. Yeah. And I was sitting there and some guy just started talking to me. I'm talking back. He goes, what do you do in this building? I'm like, I work at the radio station. Like, you guys play uh, lo-fi hip hop? I'm like, no. He's like, why don't you play lo-fi hip hop? I'm like, because we're a rock station. First of all, we don't play any hip hop. (laughs) We play uh, Metallica, ACDC, Guns N' Roses, no hip hop. I mean, contemporary, we got this Greta Van Fleek. Yeah, right. Fleet. (laughs) But they are fleek. Sorry. (laughs) Jesus. So then he's like going off. He's like, you know. I mean, these SoundCloud, lo-fi hip-hop, these guys sometimes have hundreds of thousands of followers, man. Like, how come you ain't, you know, given that a chance? I'm like, again, we don't play any hip-hop. And right. lo-fi, so it's like, we're going back and forth. And finally, I'm like, look, man, 
I don't even know what the hell lo-fi hip hop is. I'm a forty-something-year-old white dude. Like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm clueless to what lo-fi hip hop is. So for the longest time, I've had real serious disdain for lo-fi hip hop. All right. So then the other day, I come across this hip hop artist that covered a Rage Against the Machine song, and it blew me away. I don't know if you saw that online. No, but it was like an incredible version of Bulls on Parade. Do yourself a favor and like look it up. I, I uh, but it's a guy by the name of Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry. D-E-N-Z-E-L-C-U-R-R-Y, right? All right. So I'm like, well, if Denzel Curry covering- I'm looking him up. You know, I'll, look, I'll, I'll pull up the uh, Rage Against the Machine version, because I think it'd be kind of cool to listen to. So it's some, some web series does like where they have people, random people do covers of random songs. And oh, yeah, if you just type in Denzel, Denzel Curry Bulls on Parade. Oh, um, boom. Yeah, so I will, let's see if I can pull it up. Um, so I'm like, I got to hear this, because keep, people keep sending me a link to it, because they know I love Rage Against the Machine. They're like, you need to check this out. Like, All right, so it's called, here we go. Band's really good. Denzel's just chilling, waiting for his moment. Go ahead, Lo-fi mean just that it's got a rock band? No, this is just him doing a version of that song. So I still don't know what the hell lo-fi hip-hop is at this point. So I don't... Sounds like he's a keep cussing. Yeah, so that's about 20 minutes in, though. Let me just write that down. I'm going to have to edit that. 20 minutes in. So Also, like, like, no offense, like if you're a rapper and you're going to cover a rock song, like, Rage ain't really out of your realm. Oh, I know. I I get that. But I still really enjoyed it. So I'm like, you know what? Let me check out what this guy's all about. All right. So you find so I listen to his stuff and I read a bio about him and he is a lo-fi hip hop artist, which I, I had no idea what that was. But like, so like I listen to record and I love it, but I still don't know why it's lo-fi because the quality seems fine to me. This is off of my phone, of course. Is it just lo-fi? Because I, man, we're going to sound old as hell. Like I have no idea what lo-fi hip hop means. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Jeez, I'm, I'm just, what am I yeah, doing? I, know. I was like, Steve, dude, I, I would not play his raps. You know, but look, his record's really good. All right. So all right. I thought of that guy. I'm like, oh my gosh, my favorite hip hop artist right now is Denzel Curry, and he's a lo fi hip hop artist. And it brings me back full circle to the guy who was annoying the living hell out of me about lo fi hip hop. And it turns out he was right all this time. Yeah. I don't. What if lo fi. Mm, I can't find it. Yeah. I don't know what lo fi hip hop means, dude. Because uh, I just typed in, like, let's see, go to artist. Let me see if I can find the bio on him. Here we go. Let's Dude, see. I'm not going to tell you my guy's name, but here he is. Just tell me you're not going to laugh at that name. <laughs> oh, I wasn't trying to call him out, Steve. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> I said I was going to say his name. Oh, my bad. I'll, I'll, I'll delete that. Tip. While I'm bleeping stuff, Ted, I'll put that. That's the guy. Let me yeah. see him again. Oh, I got I to gotta pull him back I thought up. that was the little fly hip-hop artist you came across. No, no, no. This is the kid. Like, he's got a lot of, lot of stuff going on. He's got a lot of stuff going on. I want to see his face again. Let me see. Let's see. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Well, he's committed. He, he's I mean, committed. You know, he's he's, only, he doesn't even have like a thousand followers. I don't even think he has pubic hair yet. I, I mean, know. he looks really young. Right. So back to the tattoos. Like a guy like that, I'm like, yeah, man. Went, I mean, it works for Little Pump, but Little Pump made it. And that is like, uh, man, there's like Little Young, and I mean, I'm like, I. I, I feel so old. There is a lot of littles, but there always yeah. has been. Yes, there has. But I feel like we've gotten a lot of them. And then when I saw something that was like little young or something like little child, I'm like, okay, you, we know you're little because you said you're little. You don't have to have another version of little as a part of the rest of your name. Oh, like little like, young. Like young little. <laughs> young little. That's what I want to be. I want to be old little. Little old. Little old. Little that's, old. You know what? That's us when we go to the bars in Spokane. Little old. <laughs> I'll be a little old and you could be like little out of touch. <laughs> That's cool, man. Dude, uh, I, I met a random dude from Spokane. What was I? I think I was on a plane or something. He's like, yeah, I'm from Spokane. And we started BSing. Uh-huh. And I go, whew. Trust me, I spent, a, I spent a couple nights at Fast Eddie's. And he's like, oh, I know what you Awesome. <laughs> so you, um, you, we were talking about how I'm playing hockey. I played hockey this weekend. Yeah, you played in the All-Star Classic, right? Bro, I had the most. That was the best performance I've ever had, which is going to be funny because I said I gave up six goals, right? But for the first time yeah. ever, I got to play the full game, just the way that they did it. Um, I was Why a beanie? You know, because the NHL to Seattle guys, my buddy Dan yeah. Dan Liewicki, who's one of the the part of the Liewicki family. Right. I play hockey with him from time to time. He's a great dude. The whole he brought actually brought me to their offices on All the right. same day that it was Todd Liewicki, the owner, is surprise birthday party. Oh, awesome! So I'm there just drinking beers with everybody at the NHL to Seattle office. All right. And they're like, oh, do you want to stick around? It's my brother's birthday, Todd. And I'm like, or my family member, Todd. And I'm like, okay, uh, is that going to be weird? So all of a sudden he comes down and we're all like, surprise! And he's like smiling. And like, here's this guy that, you know, is it Tim or Todd? I can't remember which one was the official uh, brother. I mean, it was the Liwiki that was part of the Seahawks organization. Oh, crap. And he was also part of the Sounders, I think, back when we first started. I think it's Todd. Let me just, sorry, I'm... Yeah, so Todd Liewicki, right? All right. He comes down, everyone's like, surprise! He's like, oh my gosh, thanks everybody, blah, blah, blah. And looks at me, he goes, and you are? And I'm like, oh. oh. I'm like, I'm Steve, I'm Dan's friend. And he was super nice. But, you know, oh. it was- Was it funny or was it kind of awkward? Super funny. <laughs> all right, all right. But it was two seconds of the surprise, and who the hell is this guy, and why is he here playing bubble hockey with everybody? So we all played in a bubble hockey tournament. It was a blast. Bubble hockey's great. Oh, dude. And they got the, and speaking of Spokane, they they had sent someone to Spokane to pick up an OG 80s era. Yeah, Russia, Russia USA. Russia, USA. The last time I with played. With the boo button. The last time I played bubble hockey was with you 11 years ago. Probably, yeah. At the, at the ferry dock up in Muckleteo. Oh my gosh, and, yes. And we were like chugging a beer and we came out and it's like, move your car. It's time to get on the ferry. <laughs> Our bad. Were we going to Whidbey Island? Yeah. Yeah, to go golf. Yeah, we did golf, didn't we? Well, you guys did. I just played. I, I, tre- I treated it like putt-putt because I didn't want to. I couldn't hit a ball if my life depended on it unless it's like right by the uh, hole. Yeah, I've, I've kind of given up on golf, too. Yeah, I gave up on it before I even started. <laughs> I, will, I will say this. I want to go to one of those top golfs when they open up up here. I hear they're awesome. Yeah. But I watch people do it, and I, it looks like stuff I can't do. Yeah, but it's also more like a party. Okay. So it's like, if you want to do the driving range part, you can, but it seems like you can like rent rooms and there's like actual food. Oh, nice. It seems like going to like like a Cinnabar, right? Mm-hmm. You can go to the regular movie theater, but like, I don't like movies. But if somebody's like, you want to go to Cinnabar? Like, have some yeah. snacks and a beer? Like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Topgolf's got the same thing. Like, 
Like, you want to go hit a bucket of balls? I think, nah. You want to go to Top Golf and have fun? Yes. So it's like if we were comparing it to strip clubs, it'd be like a strip club in Seattle would be an actual golf course. Strip club in Portland would be like Top Golf. Exactly. More fun. Yes. Place to I drink. have nothing to do with Top Golf, by the way. I've only seen it on TV. <laughs> If they want to use that as an analogy, feel free. I'll, I'll let you guys use that. Yeah, no Top golf. We're like the Portland strip clubs. We're funner. Yeah. More fun. Right. The like, funnest. You'll enjoy both, but one you really got to pay attention. The other one you can get drunk while kind of paying attention. Yeah, exactly. One, you, one, right. Like, because you're right. A golf course, you show up drunk. You basically bring your own booze. You might get a couple from the cart girl. Yeah. Right. And then you cheesily hit on her like every uh, 40 to 50 year old dude. Stop doing that, dudes. Not she working. gets it. It's not working. Right. She's not impressed by you. You could still tip her good, but... Yeah. That's uh, about as far as it should go. Yeah. And this is coming from a man who has dated a girl that was a cart girl previously. Oh, okay. So you know. You're, oh, on, you're on the inside. Yeah. It's like bagging a cheerleader. I never got him in high school. Like, I couldn't probably get the the, the cart girl when she was a cart girl. But hey, a few years later, it's right up my alley. <laughs> That sounds terrible. What has happened to us today? Today's a very loose episode. We know there's a Bukide Beppo waiting for us, and we've got like two more minutes before we got to go. Um, yeah. I oh, wait a minute. I had something else for you, Steve. Yes. You know how BuzzFeed has those quizzes? Yes. So part of my routine is like when the show starts, Excited. the men's room, I like to go on Bro Bible and read some memes, just yep. because I like to start kind of giggling. It's a good like, idea. Like Miles is going to set up the show. So sometimes I'll just scroll through like their, their meme dump, and I'm like, all right, now I'm giggling. I also love a good BuzzFeed quiz. Uh-huh. So one was like, I can't remember if it was pick fast food or fried food, and we'll tell you what Sesame Street character you were. I got Ernie. No. I swear to God. Oh, I got to get on this. Yeah. How long is the quiz? I don't remember. So I mean, it, it, it's a BuzzFeed. It won't take you more Buzz than a BuzzFeed Sesame Street, you figure? Yeah. Or BuzzFeed just... Sesame Street quiz. First thing that popped up yes. on my Google search. Which Sesame Street character are you actually? All right. Let's just go through it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, pick a snack. I've got cookies, pickles, bananas, or pistachio nuts. Now, I went with my favorite snack, not what I would probably eat on a normal day. Oh, man. If I had to pick off all these, I'm going with the nuts. All right. All right. Pick a singer. Ed Sheeran, Katy Perry. Who's the girl? The top two girls. I have no idea. Uh, is that? I think one is. A little old. Sierra, see it, not Sierra. Uh, I'm I, just gonna go with Katy Perry. What am I? Who am I joking? Yeah, Katy I took Perry's the ginger. Hot. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Ed Sheeran. I'm just saying, if I had to hang out with one, I feel like Ed Sheeran would be cool to kick it with. Pick a color: orange, pink, blue, or green. Ooh. Well, I'm Twitter verified champion. I think I got to lean towards that blue. Ooh, that a boy. Blue check mark. Pick a TV show: Fresh Prince, Stranger Things, True Blood, or Real Housewives. Fresh Prince. Yeah, it's the only one I had seen. Pick enough. I know that's Stranger Things I saw. <laughs> All right, I didn't watch season two. I watched pretty much every episode of The Fresh Prince. Yeah, I'm with you. Pick a number one, four, seven, or twelve. I'm a Seahawk fan. I'm gonna go with twelve. Oh, I like where your thought process. I like craps. So if you, it's not good to roll seven, but if it's the first roll, boom, we all get paid. So I, I, I pick seven. Pick a Muppet, no brainer. It's Animal. Uh, oh. Gonzo, Kermit, Piggy, or Animal. Of course, Animal. Pick another animal. Now a real animal. Cat. Is that an ostrich? Looks like an ostrich. Okay. Dolphin or a donkey. donkey. You know where you're going. Right. Pick a city. New York, Tokyo, Paris, or Sydney. I think I'd piss my wife off if I didn't pick Sydney. You better go Sid. I'm going Sid. Spelled the same way. Damn it. I'm not Bert. Oh, no. Who do you think I am? I mean, uh, hopefully Animal, right? Wasn't he the drummer? But that is weird that they had me pick that, and it's still not who I am. I'll give you one uh, or two. Well, guess You had the count? Yes. Well, that's the other fun thing I like about the BuzzFeed quizzes, right? When it's Ernie, I'm like, they know me. 
BuzzFeed right. is genius. But then I'll take a quiz and it's like, your actual age is 27 and you have two kids. Like, BuzzFeed, you're a dumbass. Well, let's see what their description is of me. Maybe they were right. Okay, okay. They say, you got Count Von Count. You're much friendlier than you first appear. Well, some people would say that I, I come off like I'm an intimidating person because of the tattoos, Ted. Or I thought it was the screaming at children when you wrestle. It might be that as well. <laughs> you really love numbers. Oh, I, I asked myself with 12. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't love numbers. And you're better at math than anyone you know. It's also incorrect. I was going to say, like, well, I, I, I screwed myself by picking 12. Dude, I was at a bar recently and had to ask somebody how to add. They were like, I was what? Be so happy if I was Bert. I was going to, like, actually pee my pants. I know, right? Just yeah. Trust me. I was excited <gasps> yesterday. I, like, threw my arms up in the studio. I was like, What's damn up? it. Don't sweat it, man. But I'm Ernie for real. Yeah. Yeah, where was the, oh, I lost credit card roulette the other day, oh, which, of course, good. I told the story good. of me, you and Bear, because we did it wrong. Did you do it the right way this time? Uh, you know what? We did it the other way, but it's it feels way like more fun. I feel like it's 50-50. No, I think it's way more dramatic. If the, wa- the waitress cares. The waitress did not care at our place. Oh, then she sucks. She just went, this one, this one, all right. Like, I was like, all right, that wasn't dramatic at all. Oh, she must have had a bad day. Actually, she was really nice, and then she goes, sorry, that was supposed to be more dramatic. Also, we were like, sort of. Yeah. So like, she recognized it right away. So when we did it, the first card that was picked had a lost credit card roulette and had to pay for the meals. That's the only way I've ever played. See, I like it the other way, where it's the last card in the hat. That way you have that, the drama of, oh, I'm safe, oh, which would have meant I would have won. You would have. I played it wrong. That's what Tr- happens when you're the count and you're not good at math. Yeah, trust me, dude. As soon as I lost, I went. How much was it? Same thing. It was like everybody was drinking beers, like $110. Oh, good. Right. That's how I was like, oh, and I think I even said, like, this would make Migs happy. It what is. do you mean? I was like, we had this awesome day. Steve had, like, a beer or two, me and Bear to rifle and throw them. Yep. Like, little old is very happy that a little out of touch. Yeah, little old got stuck with a $100 tab for, like, two beers he had. Yeah. You didn't even eat half the food. Bear Nard is like, what a great day. That was great. We got to hang out at the Seahawks. You saw, saw Jimmy Graham half naked. You, you saw, saw Jimmy Graham's penis. You saw Sherman's penis. I did see Sherman's penis. <laughs> That's so weird. Maybe I'm the kiss of death. If I see a Seahawk player's D, they get traded or they leave the team. Oh, don't start that. People, you know what? Email Steve. And just be like, hey, will you go look at this guy's D? I want him off the team. <laughs> look, man, Riccio Diambo is not playing all that well. Can you look at his penis? Yeah, why didn't you look at Blair, Blair Walsh's, dude? I tried. I tried. I saw Janikowski's at the end of the season, and that's why that happened. I'm kidding. This has got weird. I never. We didn't even do anything really in this episode. No, and it's no. Seven, it's it's seven thirty or it's twelve thirty, and it's time to go eat. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I'm starving too. Yeah. I, I haven't eaten since I lifted. I'm like, all right. Well, why don't we just get out of here? Um, thank you as always for listening. Yeah, yeah we're, um, we're back. Oh, uh, real quick, wrestling thing. A shameless self plug. Uh, hey, thanks to everybody who came out to Without a Cause Wrestling. It was a great time. Um, I'm now your verified champion. I brought the belt, but we don't have time to talk about all that. Maybe next week we'll talk a little bit about my experience being a professional wrestler. Some cool all stuff right. happened, dude. Some really awesome stuff. I want to shout out Jameson. It's a little girl that said that. I'm her absolute favorite wrestler ever, Ooh. which made my day. She'd said that, though, while wearing a shirt that said Mig Stinks. So I don't know if she just says that to all the wrestlers, but I don't care. It made my day. Uh, but speaking of Mig Stinks, I had some people that were asking where they could get uh, the Mig shirts. 
the oh, wrestling nice. shirts. And I have a pro wrestling tea store, which is pissing That's off. Insane. It's pissing off all the wrestlers. I mentioned it at, afterwards in the after like party that we were having. And they're like, wait, you already have one? I don't even have one. I got to pay money to get one. I know that's crazy. But you have a you have a following for, through radio that well, they don't have. When you're a local celebrity, it doesn't matter why you're the local celebrity. The fact that I had X amount of followers on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, pro wrestling teams are like, yeah, we want you to be selling shirts on our thing. I mean, in theory, I could open a shop. Right? You could. <laughs> yes. Between my Twitter, Facebook, like I have the followers. You should totally start a wrestling T-shirt and just like make it so that you're a wrestler. They don't know. Yeah, they have no idea. Where does this guy wrestle at? He doesn't. He's He's training. Right. He's waiting for his big debut. Right. So you're a manager. I know. You're my hype man. So anyways, if anyone wants to buy uh, uh, either the MIG Stink shirt, the regular MIG shirt, or the MIG's Verified shirt. Which the MIG's Verified part, looks dope. That one, I actually bought that one. I was the first person to buy one. I've sold five total t-shirts so far. It's very exciting. Oh, nice. So if you want to show me some support, show me some love, that would mean a lot to me. Just go to Pro Wrestling Tees, and it's T-E-E-S dot com slash I'm Steve Miggs, and you can find uh, my Pro Wrestling Tees shop. Can they leave a note for you, like, saw you wrestle at this place, that's why I bought your shirt? No, but they if they buy it, I I think I've emailed everybody. I get, like, a little thing, which is funny, because some people are like, dude, I totally got your shirt. I'm like, dude, I get an email for every person that buys a shirt. You have not bought a shirt. Oh. <laughs> which oh. I, I didn't say it to them, but I'm thinking it. I'm like, dude, you're, you're, not, you're not lying. You're lying to me. Maybe you're planning on buying it, but don't tell me you bought it, because I could tell you bought it. They send me an email every time I make a sale. Which is kind of cool. All right, as long as we're talking real quick, this yes. that I'll drop. I'll, we can go eat. Yeah, I and I don't want to mention anybody by name, but you're very nice about hooking me up sometimes with a ticket to go see your. Am I the ass? Mm, am I the jackass that keeps showing up to benefit shows? <laughs> No, because the one right the or no it, the benefit show I still paid for. You paid for the benefit show, right? But even though you were on the guest list, but your last show I didn't pay for. It wasn't a benefit. All right, yeah, I saw some people were like, "Dude, you can't support local music if you ask to be on the guest list." You so never like, asked to be on a list. All right, all right. I was like, I was getting you know me. I was getting paranoid. Like, am no, I that guy? no, <laughs> no. Trust me, you're not. That, absolutely not. You always. You're always up for paying. I always just put you on the list before you could pay. Yeah. And you're like a permanent guest list fixture on the Defy guest list. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm coming to the next one. Yes. Yeah. That's a big one, man. Next Friday. It is next Friday. Yep. That's a big weekend. It's going to be a really good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty pumped. Shane Strickland's going to be there, of course, and uh, a bunch of other people. That might be, um, you never know. That might be one of his last ones. There's rumors. Oh, no kidding. So some good stuff happening for our, our friend uh, Shane Swerve Strickland. All right. Well, yeah, that'd be a big weekend. Defy on Friday, and then uh, the Sounders have two Saturday 7 p.m. kicks in a row. Whoa. Party time USA. And then I think the weekend after that, I have to start playing soccer on Sundays. Yeah, stretch goals, bitch. Yeah, Saturday nights are going to have to suffer. Well, a little out of touch. It's been fun. Yeah, a little old. I feel like you're more in touch than I am, though. But I'm older. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Ah. It's, it is what it is. That's all right. I'm going to go back and listen to some more Greta Van Fleek. <laughs> all right. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. We're out. Yeah, man.